willing to barter a blanket or bracelet, and one of them, a tall, gaunt fellow with the bearing of a chief, could speak a little English. How? said he in a deep chest voice. Hello, Noddle Cotty, greeted Jim Emmett, the Mormon guide. Ugh, answered the Indian. Big pale face, Buffalo Jones, big chief, Buffalo man, introduced Emmett, indicating Jones. How? The Navajos spoke with dignity and extended a friendly hand. Jones, big white chief, rope buffalo, tie up tight, continued Emmett, making motions with his arm as if he were whirling a lasso. No big, heap small buffalo, said the Indian, holding his hand level with his knee and smiling broadly. Jones, erect, rugged, brawny, stood in the full light of the campfire. He had a dark, bronzed, inscrutable face, a stern mouth and square jaw, keen eyes, half-closed from years of searching the wide plains, and deep furrows wrinkling his cheeks. A strange stillness enfolded his features, the tranquility earned from a long life of adventure. He held up both muscular hands to the Navajo and spread out his fingers. Rope buffalo, heap big buffalo, heap many, one son. The Indian straightened up, but kept his friendly smile. Me, big chief, went on Jones. Me go far north, land of little sticks, Naza, Naza. Rope, muskox, rope, white manitou, of great slave, Naza, Naza. Naza, replied the Navajo, pointing to the North Star. No, no. Yes, me big pale face, me come long way towards setting sun, go across big water, go buckskin, sea wash, chase cougar. The cougar, or mountain lion, is a Navajo god, and the Navajos hold him in as much fear and reverence as do the great slave Indians, the muskox. No, kill cougar, continued Jones, as the Indians' bold features hardened. Run cougar horseback, run long way, dogs chase cougar long time. Chase cougar up tree. Me, big chief, me climb tree. Climb high up. Lasso cougar. Rope cougar. Tie cougar all tight. The Navajo's solemn face relaxed. White man heap fun. No. Yes, cried Jones, extending his great arms. Me strong. Me rope cougar. Me tie cougar. Ride off wigwam. Keep cougar alive. No, replied the savage vehemently. Yes, protested Jones, nodding earnestly. No, answered the Navajo louder, raising his dark head. Yes, shouted Jones. Big lie, the Indian thundered. Jones joined good-naturedly in the laugh at his expense. The Indian had crudely voiced a skepticism I had heard more delicately hinted in New York, and singularly enough, which had strengthened on our way west, as we met ranchers, prospectors, and cowboys. But those few men I had fortunately met who really knew Jones more than overbalanced the doubt and ridicule cast upon him. I recalled a scarred old veteran of the plains who had talked to me in true western bluntness. "'Say, young fella, I heard you couldn't get across the canyon for the deep snow on the north rim. Well, you're lucky. Now,' You hit the trail for New York and keep going. Don't ever tackle the desert, especially with them Mormons. They've got water on the brain, 
was in religion, and two hundred and fifty miles from Flagstaff to Jones Range and only two drinks on the trail. I know this here Buffalo Jones. I knowed him way back in the seventies, when he was doing them roping stunts that made him famous as the preserver of the American bison. I know about this crazy trip of hisn to the barren lands after muskox, and I reckon I can guess what he'll do over there in the Siwash. He'll rope cougars, sure he will, and watch him jump. Jones would rope the devil and tie him down if the lasso didn't burn. Oh, he's hell on roping things, and he's worse than hell on men and horses and dogs. All that my well-meaning friend suggested made me, of course, only the more eager to go with Jones. Where I had once been interested in the old buffalo hunter, I was now fascinated. And now I was with him in the desert and seeing him as...